Welcome to the Color of Influence podcast, where you will hear conversations from influential people of color from around the world, from social media, and right here in your communities. These behind the scenes conversations will motivate you, inspire you, and encourage you. I am your host, Aisha Morgan, and let's meet today's guest. Welcome back. I am continuing my series with my breast cancer journey. So what you are about to hear is video number three over on our YouTube channel. You can go to The Color of Influence on YouTube and go to the playlist, Black Woman's Breast Cancer Journey, and this will be video number three. Video number two was me cutting my hair. Um, But right now you're about to hear the audio of my first day of chemo. Like, subscribe, and share the podcast, as well as head over to YouTube and subscribe to our channel, and follow us on Instagram for fun facts about these videos. So, I'm on my first day of chemo, about to go to the infusion center and start at the hospital got here a little early because we were actually late getting out of the house so I know I had to drop Kingsley off first and then drop me off so day one begins five more to go after today and that's where I'm going right over there so keep y'all updated what is happening? So I got my labs back. I need to drink more water. I'm a little dehydrated, which I knew. And they talked to me about all of my drugs. Um, right now, there is saline going through there. I'm watching a video about Nulasta which is a medication I'll be taking for my bone marrow. It will probably cause a little bit of pain um, in my bone marrow. But yeah, I'm waiting for Jamel to get here. I ordered breakfast, got a warm blanket, and that's it. All right, so I'm given Benadryl, right? <laughs> My IV. Um, I'm a little loopy. I know I don't take medication, so it's all new to me. And uh, yeah, they hooked up military medicine. I took some Benadryl and Tylenol. So, waiting for my breakfast to get here. I'm going to turn on the TV. And then relax. It's a little chilly. Jamel's on his way. Um, yeah, so I haven't started any chemo meds yet, but um, gonna watch this video. I don't know if I said that earlier about this medication that I have to get when I leave. So that's that. All right, I started my first drug, Tromazepam. I think that's what it's called. So, here we go. First treatment and breakfast. 
finished my treatment. Not bad. First day long. I'm finally leaving. And yeah. Bye bye Methodist till for another three weeks and then I'll be back. So I am officially done with one treatment. I have five more to go of my chemo. It was not that bad. I also know that the symptoms are cumulative, which means that the more you go, the more you feel symptoms. Um, I, you know, they put everything in my port, which has a little bandaid on it right now that I need to actually take off. I know all of the symptoms. They gave me lots of information. I asked about food. I don't really have a strict diet right now. Um, besides spicy food, that was really the only thing because they said it could aggravate my heart. Um, I am... I definitely can feel in my body that there's medication in it. Um had some stomach cramps for maybe a couple minutes and then that went away nothing terrible um when i got the benadryl i felt very loopy like i was high um then that went away towards the end um i was a little bit um i was sleepy toward the end i'm trying to pull this thing off I was sleepy towards the end of the treatment, um, so I took a little nap, and uh, overall I felt fine. Again, this is only the first treatment, so from what I've been told, this one is the easiest of all of them. My glasses have been crooked all day, I've been trying to fix them, so whatever. Um, lots of phone calls text messages checking on me sending well wishes um for me to have a successful treatment today they were all very much so appreciated my friend crystal stopped by on her lunch break just to say hi and to check on me so that was nice and then jamel came by of course and sat with me um in between running some errands dropping kingsley off getting her chair to his mom so that she could pick her up, paying the lawn man. Um, so we spent a couple hours together. I officially left left at 3.30. This will be my longest day. I got there at eight, a little bit before eight, so Jamel could drop Kingsley off, but I went into the infusion area around 7.45, 7.50. Um, did all of my paperwork listened to all of the information, did all of my pre-blood work, my pregnancy test. Um, so I didn't start everything probably till maybe nine. And that was like my pre-test, I mean my pre-med. So I had to take Benadryl through infusion, Tylenol, tablets, and then a nausea medicine. So I probably started that about nine o'clock 
and then about 10 o'clock is when I started my chemo meds the first one was 90 minutes the second one was 45 minutes another 90 no a 60 and a 30 so it was 90 minutes 45 60 and then the 30 minute um, nothing drastic when I received the medications thankfully um, two weeks ago I was getting I had an appointment with the oncologist um, but the two days before that I did my MRI and my chest x-ray and I was waiting for my results I got my results back and my somebody called me I think it was my regular doctor my gynecologist dr. Cole let me know that um, my MRI came back and that the treatment had changed that I'll be doing radiate or chemo first and then the mastectomy then when I went to my appointment with Dr. Desai, who's the oncologist, she pretty much reiterated that. The MRI, they were able to see the mass and what part of the mass had cancer in it. Out of the 11 centimeter mass, one centimeter is cancer. It's still not in my lymph nodes, thank God, but they still will be removed during my surgery. And I also will... Um, I also will, um, I'm stage one. So I have ductal carcinoma something, stage one cancer. Um, the reason why they are doing the mastectomy is because it's HER2. And that's why I'm doing the chemo because HER2 positive does not react to hormone therapy. So normally I would get hormone therapy. Um, so the oncologist was great. Dr. Desai gave me a lot of information, kept it very cut and dry of my procedure, um, what was going to happen when I got my chemo. She was great. Um, they offered me a cold cap option, the $1,200 out of pocket. When the nurse kept saying, just watch the video, it's very expensive, but I want you to watch the video. And in the video, several times they say, you will lose no more than 50% of your hair. For me, it just was not worth it. So, I cut it. It is gone, y'all. It's gone. My hair is gone. It's already growing back. It's going to fall out soon I did buy some turbans to wear um, when that happened and some scarves um, so yeah uh, met with the plastic surgeon yesterday dr. Ellsworth felt very comfortable with him um, pretty much told me that I don't have enough fat to do a fat transfer to my boobs. Um, they would be like more of a B cup if he did that. I wasn't trying to do the fat transfer anyway. So I am 
doing the implants. Um, they will be different from when people get implants for cosmetic reasons or other medical reasons. I won't have breast tissue, and that includes nerves. So I will feel nothing on my breast once the surgery is over. Um, so he will cut all the way across and they will put an expander in, which is like a deflated balloon. They put that in and then they blow it up to and put liquid in it to stretch my skin. Ugh, I know, and I heard it's painful. Um, so once that's done and I get it to the size that I want, they will go in and switch the expander with the implant. Because I have no breast tissue, he cannot put the implant behind my muscle. Um, it will move because I have nothing to hold it there. So it goes in front of my muscle, which makes sense. Um, his nurse explained it, that when it is in your muscle and you have no breast tissue, it's going to move. It has nothing to keep it in place. Um, they use mesh to put it in place in the front. Um, but when it's behind, she said like it could move in your arm. <laughs> when, you know, anytime you flex your muscle, it can move up, down, left, right, in, out, whatever. So that's why they don't put it under your muscle. Um, so that will happen at the end of my treatment. So when I'm doing my last chemo, which should be the beginning of August. Um, three weeks later, I will probably have my surgery, three to four weeks. Um, I'll get the mastectomy at the same time as the mastectomy. He will do the, put the expander in. Two weeks later, once they are blowing up to the size that I'm okay with, even so they'll blow it up until it's the size that I'm comfortable with. I just, I'm not about to be doing this all day. So when I see a hump come out, leave it. I don't need no D's. I don't need no double D's. Just give me what I had. Um, since I have to have the expander anyway, which I was hoping I did not. Um, but I do. So um, both my breasts will lose their nipples. So I will not have nipples on either breast. If I keep the left nipple my breasts will look lopsided because the nipple is not something they just take off, like take the whole thing off and put it back on. Um, if they leave it, it's connected to where it's supposed to be. So they can't lift it the way that they want to. So I recommend removing both. They offered me nipple implants, like little things that look like nipples that they can put there or tattoos and they have a tattoo artist that will come out into the surgery room when I'm finished, you know, when I get my silicone, I mean my implant, and they will do tattoos. I have no nerves, so I can get anything I want on my boobs and I won't feel it. And it's not about to be nipples. <laughs> so I'm in the hunt for two tattoos that I want on my breast um, in place of nipples and I kind of told Jamel I'm like why should I get tattooed nipples for you to look at do you care you're the only one that's going to see it like do you care 
and he just started laughing. So I said, I would rather get tattoos, something more aesthetically pleasing. Um, I also told him that anytime he touches my boobs after, I will feel nothing. So <laughs> I don't think that matters. But so, yes, I am very happy with the process. My team is amazing. They all work together. So uh, Dr. Cole, who had breast cancer in the fall, hers were treated with hormones and she got a mastectomy, double. Um, Dr. Desai and Dr. Lee, so my breast doctor and my oncologist were Dr. Cole's doctors. Um, and Dr. Ellsworth works with Dr. Lee and Dr. Desai on other cases. But uh, Dr. Cole's plastic surgeon is not covered under my insurance, so I picked someone else. Um, this process has been expensive. Um, I am someone who is not really sick, and so the medical plan that I picked was one that has a higher deductible, higher out-of-pocket costs because I've never met that price. <laughs> I never met that price before, so, um, yeah, $5,000, I've met that, um, out-of-pocket cost, so, yay, not really yay, y'all, um, it's a lot of money, um, you know, I'm not complaining, because I know it could be worse, um, I know my diagnosis could be worse, I know that, how I feel right now could be worse um, and I'm just blessed to be able to sit here and do what I'm doing have the energy to do what I'm doing um, I may not feel this way in three weeks when I get treatment number two um, which will be shorter time period so that's a plus um, today I like I said I was there from 8 to 3 30 after today, the, the 190 minute will drop to 45. And the one that was 45 will drop to 30 or something. I know I go from being there for like seven to eight hours to being there for four to five, just depending on lab results. Um, so, let's see. Yeah, y'all, I mean, that is it in a nutshell. Jamel's been very supportive. My mom, all of my family, and my friends have been very supportive. Like I said, lots of text messages and calls and um, gifts and stuff sent to me. GIFs, gifts, however you say it. Um, giving words of encouragement and just letting me know that they're thinking about me. And it is so 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 well appreciated um today i was very conscious about what i wore i bought an extra large sweatshirt it might be a 2x from walmart for five dollars on clearance look at rugrats um so that they can easily do this And then there's my port right there. 
So I had lanocaine gel to numb it, um, lidocaine, lidocaine, whatever, but they gave me some spray. So as she put the needle or whatever it was in, the other nurse sprayed it at the same time. I didn't feel anything, so we're going to go with that spray. I'm going to still put my cream on it because I need to not feel anything. So I'm still going to put the cream, but I'm also going to continue to ask for the spray. That is it in a nutshell. Um... I will continue to keep y'all posted when I feel up to doing that. Until next time. Peace. So I am, what, five days? This is technically Sunday at 3.45 in the morning. I fell asleep on the couch, so now I'm up. Um, I am, what? Like I said, five days, what is that? Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So technically five days post-chemo. Sorry, I'm eating nothing of substance right now. My body wants nothing that I should be eating. Um, I had all the symptoms they told me I would have. Loss of appetite. Fatigue. What was it, Thursday? Thursday, my fatigue was bad couldn't even focus I literally had to leave work and go home and go to sleep like left work early but I was so tired um I had diarrhea yesterday thankfully it was just once and then Friday I had it once um I definitely feel like I'm not myself. Um, it's really hard because I know this is just the beginning. The medication released from, I forgot it's what it's called, on Wednesday to Claritin. To help with the bone pain, it kind of works and it kind of doesn't. Like, I couldn't imagine what it would feel like without it. Actually, today I didn't really take it till later. It's a very weird feeling. Like, it just feels like I hit my hip or my knee or my uh, foot on something. And that, like, kind of shock that you get. And then sometimes it just feels like that pain. When older people are like, oh, I'm aching. It's going to rain. Unexpected bone pain is in my skull. The back of my head hurts. But it's not like a headache. 
like literally just sometimes the like where you can kind of grasp the back of your head right there just hurts touch um lots of joint pain though like my knees my hips again i have no appetite so one day i ate popsicles for breakfast ice cream for lunch Another day I attempted to eat some sushi. It took everything in me to get it down. It didn't come back up. It was just the thought of eating. The other thing I didn't think about with bone pain is that all of this is bone. So eating sometimes hurts. I feel like I have a toothache. I am gonna be going to the dentist. as I should be like barely anything because of the taste in my mouth even just water just metallic but I don't know it's like a weird feeling in my mouth just to have anything in it like I don't like it and I've been drinking this trying finish this bottle which is what 1.5 liters legit since yesterday I am almost halfway done and it's the next day I've ever felt in my life. Things are just so unexplainable. <sighs> my motivation is at negative. Today I was trying to get myself up just to take a bath to help with my bones and I just fell asleep. I need to walk, I need to do yoga, I need to like find something that I can eat. how do I feel defeated I feel really defeated um, you know when Kings is up she's kind of my motivation to get up and move around and do stuff it's good I'm just tired um, so it's hard to like be on the whole time that she's awake. I don't know, this is tough. It's hard to put it into words, like how frustrated I am with myself. Because you want to believe that, like, you're gonna do all the stuff. You know, you're gonna not sit here at four o'clock in the morning and eat sour punch bites that in a normal life I would never even eat 
you want to believe that you're gonna just drink all the liquids you're supposed to drink eat all the healthy food that you can't keep down lighter note my hair is still here I have been having some like pimples though my nose and up here my forehead I don't know I'm trying to make the best of the situation and it's hard there is no best of this situation Work was tough last week because I just didn't care. So distracted and like, I don't know. Rightfully, I should have been. I didn't take any days off besides my actual treatment day. And then the day I left early, but I went to work. I mean, really wasn't any reason to just sit home and bask in my fatigue I guess I don't even know I'm going to do better I had to cancel my therapy Friday because of an appointment so hopefully I'll be able to talk to her this week but I need to not be in a rut that's it I just need to not be in any kind of rut and slide into some kind of depression or anything. I just need to get myself motivated. Alright, I think I'm going to go back to sleep now. And that's a wrap on another amazing episode. I know that you were just as inspired as I was after listening to that conversation. And to let us know how we're doing, don't forget to leave us a review, like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. You can also follow us on all social media platforms from YouTube to Facebook at The Color of Influence and on Instagram, the underscore color underscore of underscore influence. You can check out all of our episodes and additional content on our website, thecolorofinfluence.com. And that's an N only for influence. And don't forget to share the podcast with someone you know and have them share the podcast with someone they know. Thank you all for listening. Until next time, peace out.